Relevant Radio presents today's Holy Sacrifice of the Mass from the Cathedral of St. Paul in St. Paul, Minnesota. This morning's Mass being offered for the repose of the souls of Anna and Valentine Androtas. And our private intention from Father Bambanek is offered for the repose of the soul of Wally Shada. Our interest antiphon today may be found in your Magnificats on page 69. Francis, the man of God, left his home behind, 
abandoned his inheritance and became poor and penniless. But the Lord raised him up. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. You were sent to heal the contrite heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You come to call sinners. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Sit at the right hand of the Father and intercede for us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. O God, by whose gift St. Francis was conformed to Christ in poverty and humility, grant that by walking in Francis' footsteps, we may follow your Son and, through joyful charity, come to be united with you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, may I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For neither does circumcision mean anything, nor does uncircumcision, but only a new creation. Peace and mercy be to all who follow this rule and to the Israel of God. From now on, Let no one make troubles for me, for I bear the marks of Jesus on my body. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. The word of the Lord. You are my inheritance, O Lord. Keep me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, my Lord are you, O Lord, my allotted portion and my cup, You it is who hold fast my lot. I bless the Lord who counsels me. Even in the night my heart exhorts me. I set the Lord ever before me. With him at my right hand I shall not be disturbed. You will show me the path to life, fullness of joys in your presence, the delights at your right hand forever. Alleluia, alleluia. Blessed are you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You have revealed to the little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus answered, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. For although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will, and all things have been handed over to me by my Father. And no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. Come to me, 
all you who are labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden light. The Gospel of the Lord. I had intended to mention at the beginning of Mass we'd use the special readings uh, for today's feast. Sometimes the Magnificat has them, sometimes it doesn't. So I apologize if you were flipping through your pages for the readings. But they are specially selected for our, our wonderful feast today. And of course this is one of the favorite feast days in all the church's calendar. I think it's safe to say because uh, St. Francis appeals to so many people across all different backgrounds. As you know, he was born in the late 12th century and he founded the Franciscans. Born in Assisi, he was the son of a pretty successful merchant. And as a young man, he led a pretty carefree life, as you might imagine, um, having the world at his feet, so to speak. But in those days, before Italy was a nation, there were all these different city-states, and they were often at war with another. And Assisi was in a battle with Perugia, which is just a short train ride away today, maybe a half hour at most away. And following the battle, he was held captive for over a year in Perugia. And while he was imprisoned, he suffered an illness during which he resolved to change his life. Back in Assisi then, he performed charities among the lepers and began working, of course, on the restoration of dilapidated chapels. That change of character, his expenditures for charity, really put him at odds with his dad. He rebuilt based upon simplicity. The idea that we have so much more than we actually need. We all know that Francis had a great love for nature and creation, and this is one reason why he is so beloved. Today, the Holy Father is releasing a second document following upon his encyclical on the environment. Obviously, I haven't had a chance to read it yet, but it's scheduled for release today. And among the great stories about Francis is when no one wanted to listen to him, he simply preached to the birds. And I'll tell you, every priest feels that way at least once in a while, that nobody really wants to listen to him. We look out on a Sunday, we see people occasionally reading the bulletin. It's like, whatever, do what you need to do. But St. Francis is so beloved for all these reasons. But he also wrote beautiful prayers. And while his writings are not extensive, uh, the ones that we have are pretty profound. The Canticle of the Sun, I think, really stands out. It is among the first, if not the first, prayer written in the Italian language as opposed to Latin. He composed most of it in the year 1224 while recovering from an illness. And he composed the very end of it literally on his deathbed that praises uh, Sister Death. It's childlike, the prayer, in his praise of God by thanking him for all sorts of gifts of creation, brother fire, sister water. It's an affirmation of his theology, as he often referred to the animals as brothers and sisters, that we are all part of God's creation. And as a result, 
we have a duty to care for it. I remember six years ago when I was on my trek to Nepal, a beautiful country, what I couldn't stop getting out of my mind was just seeing the litter in the capital city before we headed out on the trek. We had to spend a night in the capital, Kathmandu. And I have never seen such litter in my life. And I I watched people uh, beautifully dressed going out to work with a coffee and just throwing it right on the street. Uh, I was appalled. Because there's no good reason to litter. It becomes a habit. And people begin to think, well, this is just acceptable. And it takes a, a collective group to say, no, we have a duty to care. We take care of things. And the creation is so beautiful, why wouldn't we want it to be as beautiful as possible? But the irony of that kind of litter happening in such a beautiful part of the world, uh, I'll never forget it. I'd like to close, close, though. There's a great quotation. Franciscan in its spirit, not literally from St. Francis, but the thought is his. And it has to do with the first rule, not the one that became formally approved, but the first rule in 1221. Francis told the friars this, No brother may preach contrary to the forms and institutions of the Holy Church and unless it has been conceded to him by his minister. The minister must beware not to grant this concession to anyone indiscriminately. And then here's kind of the key point that's very Franciscan. All the brothers, however, should preach by their actions. And that's given rise to the, again, quotation that's misinterpreted, saying, if necessary to preach, do so by your words. But indeed, actions speak louder than words. And his actions, I think, speak very loudly about the kind of person he was and the message that he was sending about the simplicity of the gospel, the love of Christ, and that we have all that we need in that relationship with Christ. And so many of the things of the world we can do without. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please stand for our petitions. With hope-filled faith and trust, we present our needs to the Lord. For Pope Francis, Archbishop Hepta, and all our bishops, may God inspire you to lead us in truth and conviction. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For leaders of nations, may they respect the natural law, protect the common good, and bring it into all hatred and violence. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for people living on the margins, may those living in inhumane conditions not be overlooked by institutions or ever be considered of lesser importance. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For a willingness to embrace our crosses in life, may we know the presence of our loving God even amid life's sorrows and struggles. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, may they be received into everlasting life and joy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. O God, our refuge and our strength, hear the prayers of your people and grant that what we ask in faith we may truly obtain through Christ our Lord. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you fruit of the earth and work of human hands, it will become for us the bread of life.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we bring you these offerings, O Lord, we pray that we may be rightly disposed for the celebration of the mystery of the cross, which St. Francis so ardently embraced, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in the saints who consecrated themselves to Christ for the sake of the kingdom of heaven, it is right to celebrate the wonders of your providence by which you call human nature back to its original holiness and bring it to experience on this earth the gifts you promise in the new world to come. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you as without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith we proclaim. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity together with Francis, our Pope, and Bernard, our Bishop, his assistant bishops, and all the clergy. 
Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. For those unable to receive Holy Communion, we offer the following prayer. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen.
Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord, through these holy gifts which we have received, that imitating the charity and apostolic zeal of St. Francis, we may experience the effects of your love and spread them everywhere for the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. been listening to today's holy sacrifice of the mass from the cathedral of saint paul in saint paul minnesota this has been a presentation of relevant radio